Hello everyone and welcome to episode 62 of the This Is The Music Meets podcast. For the latest episode, I'm delighted to be joined by rising indie stars, The Mercians, who have just released their latest single, I Don't Mind, which got to number one in the iTunes alternative charts. As well as talking about the new single, we're going to talk about the band's UK support slot with former Kasabian frontman Tom Mayen, the band's plans for 2023 and much more. So it's a warm welcome to Matt, Owen and Harry to the This Is The Music Meets podcast. Lads, how are you all doing? How's it going, mate? Thank you so much for having us. Oh, great stuff. As we just said there off air, really looking forward to this one. And um, and thank you very much for giving up your evening and uh, and, and coming on. Um, so kind of like then, really, let's just let's just get straight to it. Um, obviously, we mentioned there in the intro, I don't mind. Um, number one in the iTunes alternative chart. <laughs> um, I'm a fantastic achievement. Um, yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Has a has a nice ring to it. The Mercians, yeah, number it one. Looks- Looks good on the CV, I tell you that. It looks good on the CV <laughs> for sure. It's uh, yeah, it's been it's been a wild week to be fair, mate. It's um, I don't think any of us expected it. You know, we knew we were going to go for it, but when you actually get it, it's uh, yeah, it's quite quite shocking. But yeah, looks good on the CV for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I'm right in saying it got to in in I oh, say the the chart proper. I don't even know if that's the right terminology these days. But number five is that right in in the chart proper? Yeah, so that's it, correct. It number five, just behind Ed Sheeran and Miley Cyrus. So we'll sure. get we'll get them next time. We'll get them next time. <laughs> we we uh, we dethroned Lewis Capaldi from the first spot in the alternative one, so we'll take that one to the grave for sure. <laughs> Definitely great, uh, great stuff. So kind of like in in general with with the song itself, um, can you kind of like tell us about like the the writing process and and maybe the bit of the recording process as well, and and sort of like the meaning behind the song. Yeah, so we we our writing sort of changes. Uh, our writing sort of changes song by song. Really, we've always said it when anybody asks, sort of like, "What's your process?" We just go with what feels right. It might be Owen puts a riff down. It might be I've got a lyric. Harry might have a bass line, and if we all like it, we build off it. Uh, and I think I don't mind was was very sort of similar to that. We we actually got put in a challenge by our manager to write twenty one songs in twenty one days. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. He, <laughs> He, he works us to the bone, bless him. But um, yeah, the challenge was to get us writing a bit more. Um, you know, we write a lot, but things were happening fast and we need the music to to sort of go with everything. So we had this 21 day challenge and this was one of the tracks that came out of it. Um, and it kind of evolved in the studio. We're with Sugar House now in, in Merseyside, uh, who've like worked with the K's and stuff recently. Yeah. Corel. Um, so it kind of evolved in the studio into this what we kind of figured and I think the lads will agree into this like monster it was one of those ones where we wrote it and it was a bit like hang on we've got something here <laughs> and and in, in terms of recording it um sort of Owen and, and, and Harry was it was it a fast process are you guys you know sort of you know kind of like once you've heard the sound that's it we're happy with it or is there you know more tinkering that, that goes on with that I mean, overall, the sounds evolved so much during the writing process, didn't it? Yeah, I really, I think Sugar House, they are absolute legends and they really know what they're doing. And I think they're like, they've got a vision and we share the vision and then we go, okay, and that definitely streamlines it a lot, working with lads who truly know, Mm -hmm. like masters of the craft, they know what they're doing. Yeah, I know that definitely streamlined it, but it's just a pleasure. (laughs) Like the whole song. It came (laughs) together so nicely in the end. Like we were there just like, catching flies you know it's super, like, it's, oh my god what have we got here 
it's a super simple track and that's what i think i love about it you know there's no like strange time signatures or <laughs> massive guitar solos or anything like that but the elements that we do have like and, and this is something we always sort of pride ourselves in is everything that we have layered wise in the track has to be as good as it can be and that's what sugar house are so good at getting they can get so much out of four or five layers rather than adding 100 layers to a track and I think that's why this one stands out a little bit. It's it's a bit more raw. It's refined in a way that lets all of the elements stand out rather than losing bits and bobs because it's so, you know, there's so much going on. Um, and yeah, it, like Owen said, it was just one of them ones when 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 he played play at the studio, we were like, oh God, this this one's good. We've got to do something with this. I remember us driving home and we had like the rough demo that just bounced straight away and we drove back and we listened to it like the whole way back thinking we'd just stop getting sick of this one. And it wasn't, it was unmixed, it was unmastered and we were just like, this already bops. <laughs> yeah, oh, brilliant. Well, I guess there you know it and you know, if, if you know, I guess you know type of thing and, and clearly there's a lot of people that obviously have got that same sense of feeling that you've, you've just described there with obviously as we've said we've been getting to to number one and in, in in the itune uh alternative chart um so kind of like then let's let's go back um sort of like 10 months or so obviously like when you first uh came onto the scene obviously uh dream seller was obviously the first sort of like studio single release shall we say um and obviously there was quite a big um like backstory there's obviously like a lot of social media um, you know, clips and, and videos and all that sort of thing to help promote it and, and tell the story. For those that maybe haven't watched it yet or maybe want a little bit more um, uh, sort of like context type of thing behind it, what what was the song about and and and, and are you, you know, happy with, obviously with the end with the end result of it and, and, and what has people's reaction been to that song? Yeah, I suppose that was like the onto the gate like break, break open the gates onto the scene sort of song like like you said we, we released scum like us before it but dream seller was the first proper studio um studio track and we knew that bursting onto the scene we, we wanted to make a make an impression early uh, and rather than just give people a track let's give them a story we've had the story to tell we'd been yeah. absolutely ripped off by our first manager <laughs> From uh, yeah, for, for for a considerable amount of money for for five working class lads from Leicester anyway it's a lot of money yeah uh, um and it was kind of like a make or break us moment we had the discussions of you know this is a really big setback and we've not even started yet is this really going to be worth it uh, and at the end of the day it was like actually you know what we've come this far let's write a song we wrote a song we obviously did the music video and I mean today it's still our most successful track. So people must like it. I don't know how long it's going to hold that throne with the momentum that I don't mind's got at the minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the track that did it all for us. And, you know, we still love it. We still play it. We'll, we'll nine times out of 10, we'll either open or close a set on it at the minute. Um, and yeah, we, we love it, man. Hold, hold a very, very close to our hearts for sure. Yeah. And just on a side note, if you are listening, old manager, mate, thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for yeah. Look at us now. That you were. <laughs> it worked out pretty well for us. So. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, it's a great thing that um really that you didn't let that um you know stop you from doing what you're doing because even just in this sort of opening little bit, I can hear um you know obviously like your love for music, and I think that's probably you know just the most important thing really that you've obviously got that. Um, obviously, you you have put out um, uh, five songs to date. Um, have you got a personal favourite at all? One that might mean a little bit more, either 
you know, like personal, like if you were writing, say, the lyrics or if it was a certain guitar riff or bass line or, or whatever it may be? I'm not sure. I think, I mean, personally for me, live, I still always love playing Dream Cellar. Like, yeah. it's, it, I think it's just because the story and the connection that we have with it, especially. Um, but I don't mind really is overtaking everything in my personal <laughs> opinion at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, I I'd think to, if I, if I had to have a favourite bit, uh, it's definitely the bass line in Just Like You, I just love so much. It's just so groovy and like I've got a bit of a groovy streak running through myself. So like to have that in a song, <laughs> I was like, yes, I like this. But I know we haven't released it yet, but Leave Your Man, that is quickly becoming my favourite one. Yeah, if you want to hear that, come to yeah. the live shows. It's got a nice <laughs> yeah. bit of slap bass in it and that's... Uh, so it's nice. Yeah, yeah. We've we've started and we've started ending the set on that one because it goes down pretty pretty well. So uh, yeah, for that. And yeah, like Owen said, if you want to see that, you have to come see us on tour. But I think, I think, well, we we actually have a fan that has now tattooed the Dream Seller lyrics on her arm. Yes, I've seen uh, this. Brilliant. Which is like for saying like they got no. wrote in this room here where <laughs> I've spent the last like fifteen years of my life. It's, uh, <laughs> quite surreal so i think i guess now dream seller would probably hold a very very special place just because i, I the, the idea of it affecting somebody's life in that way and yeah. that's big of a big of a you know effect it's just bonkers to to me and i think it's bonkers to all of us so for for she knows who she is as well uh, we will give her a little shout out um but yeah it's uh that holds a very very special place but like owen said it's hard to to sort of argue with i don't mind when it gets at number one and it's it's flying as it is so. <laughs> yeah definitely and, and some fantastic choices there and i do look forward to um to listening to the un, unreleased song as well when that uh when that eventually gets done um so kind of like as you've just mentioned there the live shows um so were you obviously last year you headlined um, I think it was in August time, I think, um, the O2 Academy Leicester. Um, so I think that's about 400, is it 400, 450 capacity venue? 450, about 400, yeah. Um, so kind of like for you guys, because um, obviously that's, you know, pretty early on, um, you know, starting off from having released, you know, music and, and that type of thing. So kind of like what was what was that experience like for you? Obviously a, a hometown show as well. Well, that that was from the space from like launch to the O2 show. That was nine months. So oh, okay, everything moving real quick. And then yeah, it was like it, it was like it was like four months. Was it, was <laughs> it four months. months? We launched in March and we did it in August. Well, there so, you go. Um, even yeah. even quicker then. <laughs> um, Things are going that quick. <laughs> so many people. It's just it, it was mental. It was. We, uh, I think we all we'd all like dreamed of playing to like a large amount of people like that, but we just didn't expect it to be as great as it turned out to be. Like the amount of people that were singing all the words to the songs, like most of them yeah. weren't even released yet. So like the fact people had come to so many shows and they just knew all the words was absolutely insane. Yeah, we yeah. were optimistic for sure. We were optimistic. It's a big venue, uh, you know, and I think we were a little bit nervous going into it because, you know, it's easy to say, yeah, we played an O2, but if you only sell 50 tickets to a 450 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's a nerve wracking one. So I remember like when, when just before we went on stage, our support at Chloe Ann, who's a, who's a close friend of ours, she, she did a bit of a like, who's ready for the Mercians. And we heard it from backstage and it was like a roar. And at that time yeah. we never played to any more than like, 100 150 people at small venues yeah. in Leicester 
So I think at that moment we were like, oh God, this is this is legit. And that that day will always hold a special place in my heart. That's that's the most insane thing. And to be honest, if you look at it this way, because we sold that out, Tom, me and came and played the O2, asked who could sell it, who could help sell tickets. We got the Tom, me and show, played the Tom, me and show. Then from the back of that, we got the Tom, me and tour. So it's a very important day really for us. Yeah, definitely. And, and obviously, as you, you've just mentioned him there, um, obviously you, you supported him uh, back again at, at the O2 uh, Academy Leicester. Um, so kind of like, how how did that come around then? Like in, in terms of getting that, um, you know, that obviously fantastic opportunity to, to support him, obviously fantastic front man. Um, and kind of like, obviously from going from headlining the venue to them being like the, the support band, um, you know, for that gig. What what was that experience like um, for you guys? I mean, I think it's always a little bit different when you're the headliners and you know everybody's come there to see you compared to when you're warming people up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we all just love, there's nothing we love more than hyping up a crowd. So <laughs> I'm actually really enjoying this tour because the way we always see it is our job is to go out there, we hype everybody up, we get them ready for Tom. And I mean, the crowds have been amazing. It's yeah. always amazing. Tom's team are absolutely amazing. Like when this whole tour got spoken about, we were all a bit like, oh, you never know though. Let's just wait and see. But um, honestly, I think Kat saw an opportunity on, in us and she wanted to give us an opportunity. And um, and we're just so grateful for that yeah. because it's it's more than we could have dreamt of. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a step up because we'd played the O2 Academy 2, which is 450 cap. And the Tom Meehan show in Leicester last year was the O2 one, which is like 1600 cap. Uh, and it was like rounding off his little tour that he'd done. I think he'd played five or six dates. And I think he played the O2 the night before. Um, so it it was, again, a massive step up for us, even though we'd played to 450, to then go and play to like oh, well over 1,200, 1,300 people. Yeah. We knew that we were Leicester. We knew we could sell that. We knew people would like it because we're local. Uh, I even wore the Leicester shirt because, you know, <laughs> bring it home sort of thing um, <laughs> but like like harry said our, our priority is always just to to get the crowd as hyped as it is whether it's for the su- main support act or whether it's just to get people to to sort of like us it's 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 our energy um and we we give it what we always do 100 and somehow uh it ended up in us landing a full uk tour yeah i still, <laughs> still don't really believe it to be honest <laughs> well you definitely have got it because you've obviously done uh four dates of that tom me and tour uh so far i think there's 19 dates um available i think you, you've still got to play manchester and um and london as well um amongst that so kind of like you you've sort of touched on it a little bit but sort of like the reaction to you know when you were first told or first invited along i guess is probably the right way of saying it what was that reaction like to be saying, hey, we want you to support us for, for the whole tour? I remember my manager, my manager called me and he said, because um, we, we, it had been a while since we'd spoke about, I know my manager had gone and spoke to theirs and, you know, tried to sort of do his thing and get us the tour, even even get us a few dates on it. You know what I mean? Mm. Just looking at the venues, we were like, if we can get a couple of those dates, it's cr- incredible for us. And I remember he called me uh, and I was actually, I was in Krakow, I was in Poland at the time and he called me and said, are you sitting down? And it was like, yeah, why? And he was like, we've got the tour. And I was like, what do you mean? Which dates? And he was like, we've got every single date on the tour. And it was just like, and I think he did the same for everybody else. And yeah, yeah I've not got up since. I've <laughs> I'm still pinching myself every single day that we're even on the tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. And and kind of like as as, as Tom, you know, obviously, you've obviously clearly met him uh, throughout the, the, 
the tour, obviously. But is he, you know, sort of offered any like you know words of encouragement, any any advice at all, um, you know, about how to go about things for you know looking looking ahead to the future. I mean, he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Oh, honestly, <laughs> he's he's so friendly. He's always excited to see us. You know, he's always complimenting our sound. What we're he's doing. A, he's just a great guy. <laughs> yeah, he's, also, sure. he's a man of he's a man of like few words. He'll just come in, and he'll tell us we're sick. He'll tell us we look unreal. He'll tell he'll like mm. he'll big everybody up in the room, and then he's gone. And it's just like it's so interesting. And but like the the effort he puts in, he'll stop every time he sees one of us. He'll put everything down to come over and say like your set last night was amazing. Your outfit's great. Like he bigs us up, and we were talking the other day, especially me as a front man that doesn't play any instruments. Um, it's quite an uncommon thing nowadays. I know a lot of front men will, will tend to have a guitar, so to be on a Tom Meehan tour as a front man without it, it's a little bit intimidating because it's yeah. like he's one of the best to do it and one of the mm -hmm. best to ever do it. But I feel like I'm on this little apprenticeship. Like I finish my <laughs> set, I'll go upstairs and I'll watch him, and it's just like you can learn so much just from watching someone um and and then yeah it just helps that he's the nicest guy and you know he loves us which is still bonkers <laughs> to me <laughs> <laughs> and i must admit it's, it's quite nice to hear actually you know the, the great words that you're saying about him because you know there have been you know other front men of other bands or whatever that you know you know sort of heroes type of thing um and they've clearly disappeared up their own backsides as they've become yeah. these massive stars so to hear that he's you know obviously very grounded i think he's as, as a mm. fan he's he's you know, of obviously Kasabian and Tom himself, obviously is 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 great to hear. Um, and kind of like there's you've just mentioned um outfits uh and fashion. Um obviously <laughs> you did put a little video out uh pre-tour um on, on Instagram, which was captioned along the lines of um we need to style up on this tour, lads, uh, but nothing too crazy. Um Harry, <laughs> I think it's fair to say that your outfit uh, that was on this video was very eye-catching. Um so kind, of, <laughs> so kind of like then, um who who personally are your um, you know, sort of like fashion influences and inspirations? Um and, and obviously the same Owen and, and Matt throw that one out to you guys as well. Oh god, I don't even know. I just like if it's comfy. And I think it looks cool. I'm all over it. That's literally it. I'm like, you know what? That looks cool. I normally go to the lads. I'm like, is this too much or is this okay? <laughs> and, and for a while, it took a while to kind of get the right image in my brain because I wanted to push the boat out. But I also didn't want some of the things. I was like, what about this? What about this? No, 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 no. So well, I went back, I, ref I refined it, and uh, and that's where we've landed, basically. I think we've all stepped up the fashion. And, yeah, the we've tour. had to. I mean, for me personally, it's like, I think a lot of my influences, because of my music tastes personally, come from like 1970s, 1980s. I love the whole rocker vibe and everything. Mm -hmm, so sure. I try and rock that as much as I can. Matt, Got uh, he 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 stopped me from wearing skinny jeans. So still got the leather jacket and everything. So he's not getting rid of that. <laughs> it has it has grown, and I think like it's always been because you know we've 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 still been playing like pub gigs over the last year, as well as all of these crazy things. You know we've got to bring money in somehow, so we've been playing like local pubs. And at that point, it's kind of hard to find your style because it's like we're going to like the local we can't be wearing flares and boots to the local. you know some might but yeah. it's kind of like a balance thing 
And I think this tour has given us the opportunity to like solidify a style and find something that not only matches the energy we come with, but matches the tunes and it gets people looking. And I mean, we had we had lots of compliments in Manchester on Saturday night. Like I think someone shouted at me midway through the set, where's your jacket from? And like, <laughs> so people are noticing, people are noticing. Um, but it's, it's part of the part, it's part of the package, isn't it? It's, um, you know, yeah. nowadays it's not all just about you know, writing a great song and having someone from EMI hearing it in the studio. It's like everything has to come together, the the image, the the clothing. And it's just fun, isn't it? When else do you get to wear that crazy stuff? It's nice to get to <laughs> Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree with you more. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, you know, we'll try and draw some inspiration from you guys myself, I think. <laughs> um, but obviously, as you know, here at This Is The Music, um, we obviously like to try and shine a light on bands like the Mercians that are obviously trying to, you know, up and coming and trying to establish themselves um, within the music scene. So kind of like over the last 12 months, what bands, you know, or artists that are on that, you know, underground, unsigned um, type of area, who who have you been listening to? Loads, to be honest. We've, we've played with quite a few as well. And like, it really feels like this last six months, that underground scene is becoming way more noticeable and people mm. are starting to recognise bands like us. Uh, like Small Talk, we, we played a, we played a gig with Small Talk through Away Days Radio. And obviously they had the whole Louis Tomlinson, Skinner Brothers thing on Twitter that blew yeah, them up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we played with the Utopiates. They're they're mm. awesome. Uno Mass. We played with them. Really, really good. We played with the Silver Lines. We've played with some. We were supposed to play with the Lilacs on the the Silver Lines gig, but their band broke down. Um, so nine times out of ten, if we're playing with a band, I'll definitely listen to their stuff. Like we're playing with the Chase next week in Nottingham with with, with Tom's stuff, um, and I've been listening to them. There's some really really good bands out there. Mm. Uh, there was the whole unsigned and crap thing from Chris Moyles as well, which <laughs> we sort of hopped on on Twitter. It just feels like there's a really good scene. And it feels like now we're not just looking at that scene. I feel like we've embedded our place in there. I feel like people know who we are now and it feels good to be part of that. And you, you don't tend to see people tweeting those other bands without tweeting us as well, which is which is nice. Um, we've only been here for a year. We're very much the new kids on the block. Um, but yeah, there's some great bands for sure. Yeah, definitely. There's some some great names in there and, and, and many that, that I absolutely love myself. And Owen and Harry, are they similar bands to yourselves that you've been listening to? Or have you got a couple of uh, you know, different different ones you're listening to? No, so I'm I'm quite partial for small talk, to be fair. Yeah. I obviously see them on Twitter all the time and yeah. a lot of our fans are their fans as well. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel so bad saying this, and I always do as a musician. My music listening is so limited and I always <laughs> want to listen to more, but the lads know I'm a bassaholic. You'll find me with my bass. I'll be writing something more than I will be listening to something. But just I think listen to Chili Peppers. Whenever he was driving on this tour, I think I've listened to the same Chili song about 50 times. <laughs> oh, I just think one thing I'd like to shine a light on is there's so many great bands, but also the fans, like, there's such a great fan base at the minute in the UK, and they're really to thank for everything because you can have hundreds of bands but if nobody comes to gigs, yeah. nobody buys merch, nobody does anything, we'd have no bands. So I think it's the community, isn't it? Yeah. The whole yeah. community the scene is in. It's just we feel blessed. And I really think it's on it. the comeback. Yeah. So just thank you to anybody, anyone like that listening. 
and for podcasts like this, right? Like you get <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Ace, Ace talk about it. <laughs> no, definitely, I agree with you, especially over. Obviously, you guys are obviously heavy on Twitter, as you you know, as we know, um, and I think that there is a a big a big new music community on there, and um, you know, long may it continue. It's obviously a great time for um, you know, British guitar music at the moment, and as I say, long may it continue. So we've kind of like got um, some quick fire questions uh, for you now, and hopefully um, that these will these will be a bit of bit of fun. Um, so if you guys could go on uh, on any TV show as a contestant, what show would you go on and why? Tell oh, wipe out. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna Straight join him. I'm gonna join him on Total Wipeout. As long as Richard Hammond's doing it. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's a good shout. That's a good shout. I've always fancied my chances on the cube, you know. I don't even know if they do that anymore. Do, the, do they still do the cube? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. You remember that cube and you had to just like do a really hard game in like 10 yeah. seconds or something. Yeah. Always and they do they do there's like places that do that now, isn't there? You can go to I don't know, maybe the maybe the cube. Or X Factor. I used to watch it as a kid and dream of standing on stage and singing in front of people. <laughs> you don't need the X Factor now, boys. You're in a completely <laughs> different different league to them now. Um, and if, if you could have written um any song uh in history, um, what would it have been? That's a tough one. Oh my! I'm gonna come straight out of the bat here and say Hotel California. The Eagles. Uh, yeah, I just love classic. that song. I mean, you can hear it over and over, and it kind of gets a bit like the same, like samey, samey. But at the end of the day, if you listen to it, that is a masterpiece. Yeah. Well, welcome to the jungle for me. Oh, and some roses. Yeah, yeah. Nice choice. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Lot. There's a lot going on in that. Yeah. There is. You've put really put me on. I've, I've got like. 10 and then really struggling i guess it three <laughs> three little birds by bob marley nice. liking that liking that liking the diversity as well um in within the choices as well um so would you rather have bird beaks for eyes or tongues for fingers can you repeat the question would you rather have bird beaks for eyes or tongues for fingers? Tongues for fingers. Well, if you have bird beaks for eyes, you can't see. No. But if yeah. you've got tongues for fingers, you can taste everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotta, be <laughs> gotta be tongues for fingers. Yeah. You can always wear gloves. Do you know what I mean? No, no one's going to know. I have to start using my own mic, though. I don't want to be tasting everybody else's mic juice. <laughs> <laughs> you, never, you never want to open the toilet door again, would you? No, that's great. <laughs> I might actually clean my guitar if I had to. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be a first, wouldn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. And, and kind of like as well, what's been um, like the favourite gig to, uh, that you've done today? Either, you know, one that you guys have headlined or... Is there maybe one um, you've done with on you know on the current tour with Tom? The, the first O2 one, I think, because there were so many people there to see us. Yeah. But on Saturday night when we played the Ritz in Manchester, I had like a little bit of a moment. It was after one of the tracks we played. I like we, we like it was just ringing out all the drums and stuff, and like everybody on the balcony stood up, and all the people in the front, like in the front put their hands up and we had like a 10 second moment where it was just an applaud 
and that was it was a moment for me where I was like oh this is actually something isn't it so that's like the most present in my mind I, I would say yeah Saturday night was 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 ridiculous yeah all of these Tom Mean shows that we're doing at the moment each and every single one is like really special in its own way yeah um, sure. just like it's now at a point like uh, like sometimes at gigs, I'll have to, I'll take out my in-ears just so I can hear the crowd for a bit, you know, yeah. when cheering and stuff after a song. It's now getting to this point where I don't have to take my in-ears out to hear the crowd cheer because it's just coming through the mics or the pickups. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, any show that we've done so far with Tom Meehan is probably up there my favourites, alongside with the main O2 headline one we did, but. Yeah. yeah, we just like to play shows, as you can tell. Anything we're on, to get back there on Wednesday. Yeah, man. Uh, I think just finally, like for me, Matt and Erin have summed up perfectly that O2 will hold a special place in our hearts forever. But it's always been a dream of, dream of mine. Like, like Matt said, I do love the Chili Peppers. I just love their energy on stage. I love how they move about, and I've always dreamt of being able to just run across the stage having enough room to do that. And, um, and when we were at the Ritz, we could really let loose, couldn't we? Because it was just so much space to work with. Yeah, him. Harry was just like yeah. left, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant, great stuff. And and kind of right as well then, what, what else is planned then um, for, the, for the rest of 2023? Obviously, we know we've got um, the rest of the tour to finish. Um, but are you, you know, looking to try and get onto like the festival circuit this year? You know, have you got, you know, any more music releases coming out? What what are the plans for the Mercians? So there's loads of music. I can promise you that. We've already got like three or four that we're debating what comes next. Like, wow, we always think it's this one and then we record another and it's like, yeah, but it could be that <laughs> one. So we're like, in, we're, and I think next year we've got a, a bit of a mad plan to do something really, really big, which I can't really speak too much about. But for this year, I think we're slightly t- too late for festival season. Uh, we've only just in the last few months really started to grow. Um, we've applied for for a few and, you know, to no success, unfortunately. But next year, with the growth that we've got at the minute next year, should be pretty heavy festival season. We're playing Moss Fest in Sheffield in June, yeah. which is with like uh, I think it's with the lottery winners and sort yeah. of other awesome, awesome bands. Um and then we're also playing our local uh Glaston Budget. I'm not sure if you've heard of Glaston Budget. It's yeah, the world I've heard of that, yeah. <laughs> we played that last year on the original stage and then they've invited us back to open the main stage this year. So we're gonna go and do that. That'll be a bit of fun. Um yeah. but yeah this year loads and loads of music, lots of music videos. It's kind of a finger in the air at the minute with with tour because anything could come off the back of it we are discussing maybe uh, uh, our own sort of headline intimate tour post the tom tour maybe revisiting some of the cities that we're that we're sort of seeing on tour at the minute mm-hmm. but there's there's like it's for us at the minute there's so much going on thank god thank god we've got our manager that kind of <laughs> knows where everything is because otherwise we'd be we'd be screwed but yeah, loads, loads coming, loads of music. We can always, always promise music. That's the, that's the main thing. Music's always coming. Oh, fantastic stuff! Well, it certainly sounds like uh, there's some, you know, some really exciting stuff um, in the pipeline. And and obviously, as, as a fan of the band, and I'm probably speaking on behalf as well of the Mercy and the Mercy and Army. There we go. We've got a little, yeah. little, little name for us um, as well. Yeah. That it's, it's obviously a very, very exciting time. Um, Harry, Matt, and Owen. That is unfortunately the end of the This Is the Music Meets podcast. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you guys on. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Um, but before you do go, can you just let all the listeners know exactly where they can find you on social media? Absolutely. So what is up? This is music. We are the Mercians and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, the works. You just have to search the Mercians. You'll find everything. Our brand new song came out on Friday. It's called I Don't Mind. Please go and give it a listen and let us know what you think. And thank you so much for having us on the podcast, mate. It's been an absolute yeah, blast. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Brilliant. Great stuff. And um, and hopefully as well, I'll, um, I'll get, get out to see you boys. Uh, somewhere on the road um, as well and can have a, and can and can and have even I'll get there eventually <laughs> uh, a couple of beers of you uh, as yes. well uh, thanks Thank again you. and we'll see you again somewhere down the road big love mate thank big you so much Thank Bye-bye. you. take care and all that leaves me to say is to thank everyone for listening to the latest this is the music meets podcast please subscribe so you never miss out on any brand new episodes and if you're loving the podcast Show us some love by giving us a five-star rating and written review as it really does help the bands we interview to be discovered. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again very soon.